Robin. Yeah. Steph. We are ready to go. Okay. Where are we going? We're going <laughs> We're going to talk about Dawson's Creek episode uh to be or not to be. That is the question. That is the question. Is another episode. Be, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Psychic, Psychic friends, friends and a perfect wedding. Perfect wedding. So we're nearing the end of season two, which is exciting. We're burning through this show so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These, uh, I don't know. Like, what did you think about? Um, I had a lot more fun watching this batch than the previous batch. I think it's it was because I stretched it out a bit. I mean, I watched the two-parter. Uh, to, that begins this stretch uh, in, in one night And then I just kind of watched an episode a night um, Ever since And uh, had a lot more fun Really, uh, I mean I don't know, maybe it was just that stretch of episodes Last time where I was like I'm just sad I <laughs> Yeah, it just got to you Yeah, yeah But uh, these were really, really great episodes uh, it's, uh, Well, I mean, the first thing we definitely want to talk about is uh, the change in Jack. character of Jack. Yeah. This is, I didn't think this was coming so quickly, but. Uh, I know, it was a surprise. Yeah. I think this was fantastic. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we always, when we were, were doing the Buffy podcast, we always talked about Willow and how it really bothered me that it was so. It was just like so black and white. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, one day I'm in love with Xander and I've always loved Xander since kindergarten. And the next day I meet Tara and, oh, I'm gay. And, you know, Xander, you're my friend. and I've totally forgotten all these feelings that I had for you. Mm-hmm. But and I and and I mean, I don't think that everybody has such a struggle when they come to the realization. But this was nice to see a struggle and to see. The um, just all the the drama that comes along with you know uh, a teenager coming of age and realizing all you know they're about themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was great. I I was uh, I was very happy to uh, watch these episodes again. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is, uh, you know, this disadvantage of being up in, uh, you know, podunk, uh, Vermont and really not being too exposed. I didn't have, you know, any friends that were gay in, in high school. So I didn't really, you know, learn. Really? I thought Vermont is like <laughs> liberal. Well, we are. Paradise. We are. Like, okay. But I just wasn't. You know, I didn't really, um, if anybody was gay around me, I just didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, see, you know, when we were in like fifth or sixth grade, Cynthia and I had this friend, Brandon, we had so much fun together. Mm-hmm. And then now realizing, oh, Brandon's married to a man. Mm-hmm. Wow. How did I not know this? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's so funny, you know, and it's uh, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I, so, so watching this episode, these episodes, I'm, I'm like, I'm hoping this is, I'm hoping, th- I mean, it did seem more natural to me than, I don't know, I mean, 
Well, the th- are we talking about uh, Buffy, Willow, Willow's character? Yeah, well, you seem oh. to be like black and white with Willow, and I, you know, I think, well, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think that, that was not the story they wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. And like you had said to me, and it made a lot of sense, um, back in that time, people weren't able to deal with a lot of gray or whatever, that you kind of had to be black and white yeah 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 they couldn't deal with a lot uh, you know unfortunately when i was a teenager you know we all joked around and called each other gay and fag and oh, yeah. awful things like that until we were yeah. you know, a little bit more enlightened as uh, as we grew older you girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're a girl yeah you're the, the worst <laughs> thing possible could be calling some, another another man uh, anything to, uh, fem- feminine or whatever or not masculine <laughs> the worst thing in the world and you know i'm i i at least rebel against that by being like 40 and uh, talking about a teen soap opera openly yes. on, on the internet. So. You're very, you're very uh, <laughs> in tune with your so yeah, I mean, I I, I do have gay friends uh, uh, now, but I never, I I don't think I was a, a you know friends with anybody during their you know their awakening. Yeah, they see, in, they were be gay or, or you in know, high school, in high school I, in the on, south, I wor- I worded that terribly because I sounded like Ty there, where I said decided to be gay, <laughs> realized oh, that they yeah. were gay, realized that they were. Yeah, in the South, nobody came out in high school. That is not mm-hmm. something that happened. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but now my daughter in, in theater, and it's that's something else that's completely, when you're a creative person, mm-hmm. you know, in theater or music or, yeah. you know, you're just more um, open to that and just more uh you're you don't have such a closed mind mm-hmm. or you're very accepting of people who are not like you yeah than uh i guess the jocks and the cheerleaders i suppose i guess i don't know i guess you know and i was i was in drama club my entire high school uh life and uh you know would have been uh completely open to <laughs> You know, but that's—I wasn't a football player, so I'm not—I have no idea. I guess the stereotype is if you're, you're yeah, that's jock, the stereotype. You're, you're, you're like that. You're like a homophobe, and if you're theater or music person, you're be, you're open to that. But you know, there yeah. are assholes everywhere. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, if I'm—I do live in Vermont, but. Uh, you know, there are, I, I live in a, a, a suburb of Vermont. I don't live in like Burlington. I don't live in Bernie country, you know, <laughs> oh, paradise, and, you know, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, fine to me. I, oh, God, uh, the gravy fries at Nectar's in, in Burlington. I've, I've had them before. They're amazing. I wish I could get them every day, but unfortunately I didn't. The what? The gravy fries. Yeah. Is that like, it's like poutine uh, without the cheese curds. Poutine. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm getting very Sounds wonderful. F- it's delicious. I'll be back. Okay, so to be or not to be. Okay, so Jack, yes, go ahead. Jack made a miniature of of the creek. Yes, of the town. That was great. Yeah, I love seeing Dawson and Jack becoming friends. You know. Yes, and when it turned out that, that Jack was was gay, I was like, oh, Jack's in love with Dawson. <laughs> the, Did you think that? Um, no, because I didn't get that vibe. I was a little worried about the way Dawson was reacting to that because I think 
one of the first things he says when, like, uh, <clears throat> he finds out that Jack is a guy, he's like, oh, of course, it makes sense. Like, he's into art, and uh, he designed this uh, village. It's like, no, dude, like... <laughs> <laughs> not of course (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) and uh yeah so uh, um jack is outed in front of his class his english class uh because he wrote a poem Mm -hmm. and it was talking about a masculine uh uh, person Mm -hmm. or or something and the teacher was such a dick mr peterson oh my god I mean, it's it's hard enough for a student to be worried about being bullied by other students, mm-hmm. but when they're bullied by teachers, it's ugly. It's disgusting. Oh my god! Uh, it's see an adult's uh, uh, victim. I mean, I was so glad that uh, Pacey decided to become Jimmy Stewart in this case because yes. he freaking took Peterson down, and I was so with him. Even when Andy was like, you know, you're going overboard, whatever. It's affecting our relationship. Like, shut up, Andy. This is this is a cause that needs. To be this, this, this asshole needs to yes. be taken down. Yeah, and you can see, like, if that's if if uh, Pacey does become a police officer, and you know he wears his dad's coat mm-hmm. and he drives the police cruiser, you know, I can see that. You know, there are people who that their personality they have such a strong um, respect of right and wrong and justice. They want to see. They can't stand to see somebody being mistreated. Yeah. You know, we all have that, but some people it's stronger in some people than others. So that's Pacey's character, and that's awesome. It's so admire. I mean, it's so crazy how, like, this is a character that also does not believe in himself. And, you know, well, you know, he's starting to because of Andy, but, you know. Yeah. He's always felt like the outcast, but yet he's he's a freaking hero. <laughs> and he goes, he does research. Yes. <laughs> and and I love that you know it wasn't just because he felt that this was this teacher was acting wrong. I mean that's one part of it. But as he admits later, he blames himself for the way Peterson was acting because you know Pacey was uh, you know giving Peterson crap and showing that Peterson wasn't getting to him. So uh, Peterson. Uh, just displaced it that anger onto Jack. So Pacey felt yeah. felt responsible for this. Yeah. And like you said, Andy would just refuse to believe that this was happening. And she does not believe that Jack is gay because he hates Madonna. Yeah, he likes girls, he loves Joey, and he hates Madonna. How is that? <laughs> I mean, proof right there. <laughs> but um, you know, um and <sighs> I definitely, you know, honestly, you know, if, if any, if there are any, uh, uh, gay people in our group, I would love to please, 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 uh, tell me what yeah, you to thought have their, this. Yeah. Cause this is so interesting. Like, you know, he's in a relationship with Joey. He's got, I, I would assume he's got feelings for Joey. He had feelings for Joey and he's trying to figure this out. He's, he's, he's wrote this poem. He's sat down wrote a poem. It turned out that he just had this image of a guy in his head and he's explaining it to Joey. He's like, it could be me. I was thinking of, it could be my brother. It could be my dad. Mm -hmm. No idea. And, uh, and then, you know what? He's like, well, why did I cry in in front of my class? I don't know. You know? So it's like these emotions that are bubbling to the surface. Um, and I'd love to know if that seems, it feels natural, you know, it feels natural. Yeah. Yeah, I think these were fantastic. And then 
Ty takes Jen to a jazz club to show, because she's saying that your beliefs, it's going to come between us. I see it coming. Mm. We might as well not even try. And he was like, let me show you. I'm not just that person. Let me take you to show you what I like to do. So they go to this jazz club. Mm. And so now she's like, well, you're a hypocrite. (laughs) Because (laughs) how do you justify these two things? Right. Oh, this is tie. <laughs> oh, he's so ugly. And I, I mean, I'm sure he's not ugly, but it's just his character is so ugly that I think he's ugly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, and, you know, and that's another side of things, you know, that's the, you know, and maybe you, you know, that side a little better than I do too, because, you know, you're a Christian. Um, I, how did yeah. You? <laughs> I, yeah. Th- I mean, that's the. The usual thing is uh, unbelievers, n- non-believers think you're being, you know, like m- morally superior uh, to them. Or people who are not in church think that everybody in church are hypocrites because they're not perfect. Well, you can't. Nobody is perfect. Right. And like he said, you know, I, my religion, you know, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. But still, you come across with this air of moral superiority. Yeah, and I think that's what really uh, hurt him. Because there were points during this relationship. I mean, we could just summarize their relationship really quickly, (laughs) right? We don't break this down too much. But it's just that I, I, you know, he's he goes through this thing. He's he, he feels like he's tempted by Jen, and he's mad at Jen because of this temptation. And then he's just like, you know, I am what I am. This is what I am. I, I can't, I can't help what I believe in. And I just, it's like, he wants everything. He wants, he wants to be a, wants to have it both ways. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he, he, he says, you know, he, he's real judgy of her and yeah, she was right. It's just not going to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, but I mean, a lot of Christian teenagers that is, um, they do kind of have a dual life, mm-hmm. you know, growing up as a, a, a teenager, being a Christian, you, you know, you want to be a normal teenager and do all the things and you're tempted, you know, to be like everybody else, but you're supposed to, you know, be a separate from that and, you know, it's just that being a Christian, your relationship with God in uh, just the person that you are, it just changes and it evolves. Yeah. And people are not on the same page at all times. You know, it's just. It's an interesting contrast that they did, though, in this story. It's like, you know, with Jack uh, coming out and realizing and taking a hold of his own identity um, while Ty is feeling this like erosion of uh, his yeah. faith, it's like this is important to me, but I also love Jen, you know. Um, so in the end, I, I kind of felt bad for him, but I also I was just like, uh, you know, since Ugh. since I don't uh, agree with the way, I mean, I love when Graham schools him, you know. Oh yeah, that was very surprising. Yeah. Graham surprised us when he was. Being judgmental of, um, yeah, Jack oh, chooses was, to what, quack. Chooses to quack. <laughs> <sighs> oh God! But she says that we have to show we are not. It's not uh, for our our job to judge. We show our duty is to show love and tolerance. Yeah, I, I mean, I just 
for somebody to be have to deny who they are, mm-hmm. I think that is very sad. That breaks my heart. It really does. Mm-hmm. And um, so for Grams to be understanding and tell set a good example for Jen that she needs to be a good friend, that's all you have to do is be a good friend. It's none of your business, really. Right. You know, so. Yeah, and, you know, yep, he she even told said, Ty how it was. He was even saying, like, you know, oh, well, he's going to go to hell and stuff like that. And it's just, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. He was like, I'm going to have to meet, what do you say, meet my maker and answer for things I've done and blah, blah, blah. Well, look, buddy, you're, <laughs> you're sin. Everybody sins. Nobody's sin is any different, stronger, heavier than anybody else's, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's gross. <laughs> he's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not going to miss him. <laughs> no, oh, please go away, Ty. Ugh. But, uh, hey, good job to the actor. I'm sure that was a thankless role. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I have to do what? Um, no, I'm sure it was really actually a, a challenging role. And, uh, yeah, be interesting. Um, but, okay, but at the end of To Be or Not To Be, mm-hmm. Joey asks him, and he says no. Mm-hmm. And they kiss. So that's how that episode ends. And so then that is the question. Yeah. Uh, uh, they go back to the jazz yeah, the, club. That's And they take Dawson. Yeah. They, <laughs> Dawson, Dawson and Joey, actually. And I love that scene where Dawson's like, look at us. I'm sitting here with two girls that dumped me. And you may be dating, uh, dating you're dating a, a Bible thumper and your boyfriend may be gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was because Joey was going to have a romantic dinner. Yeah. For Jack. But Jack's, Jack's father, the, the, uh, the uh, principal or somebody calls their dad and he comes to town mm. and they have to go out to dinner with him. And Andy is like, oh, dad, look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I did this. I did that. Everything's great. I'm taking care of it. Da, 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 da. She wanted approval from her dad so bad. So bad for her. Oh, and then uh, Jack is just being quiet. I love how, and, uh, like, you know, he's talking about how they've got enough problems without worrying about Jack. Yeah. He's going through. And, and oh, so that's what Jack was doing. He was trying to be a good son and take care of the family and deny any feelings that he was having or any thoughts. So uh, he was just repressing everything, mm-hmm. I guess. And then um, so later on in the episode, it was the next day the d- dad was like, you know, I'm going. And Andy kept leaving. <laughs> Yeah, I, love it. Jack, I mean, Jack is like, I'm gay. This is ha- this is happening. You're gonna have ask to deal me with again. It. Ask oh, me again, Dad. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. Um, th- both those episodes uh, were written by Greg Berlanti of uh, Arrow fame, and uh, mm-hmm. the second one is actually co-written by Kevin Williamson himself. Yeah. So I figured that was that probably was Jack's story has uh, came from him. Yeah. Yeah. Since the show all comes from him because. Kevin Williamson said that all these characters were different sides of him. Mm-hmm. All right. So then be careful what you wish for. It's Dawson's birthday. He's 16. <laughs> and he's going to get Joey back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And and uh, just goes like in full Dawson, Dawson fashion, just goes like goes right after Joey with his heart wide open and is like, I know you've just like 
uh, had to deal with the fact that your boyfriend is gay. But guess what? He's gay, so you're free to date me again. <laughs> like, obviously, that the Jack was the only thing that was keeping us apart. You know, no, nothing else. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> He came on very, very strong. And so, uh, yeah, um, in planning the birthday party, we end up back at the jazz club again because Pacey and Joey, or Pacey and Andy are, uh, <laughs> he's, he's the third wheel in the cop car. And uh, <laughs> uh, Pacey and Andy have to keep Dawson away from the house because this is a usual thing. Big surprise party is being set up by Joey and Gail. So, and Andy had went to a therapist. Andy's psychiatrist had oh, yeah. told her to stop taking her medicines and go to the therapist. And the therapist wants her to Wear stop being in control. <laughs> Tons of sparkles. <laughs> yeah, and uh, tells her to stop being in such control of things mm-hmm. and to let loose. Mm-hmm. So her and Dawson let loose, and they. Oh my God. They sing the blues. Uh, I don't. I just want to say, Steph, uh, that we can't do that song justice. Um, so I did record it from my DVD, and I will be playing it at the end of our podcast as a special <laughs> bonus for our listeners. Okay, so are we saying that it was good? It was, uh, um, as a fan of the show, it was hilarious and entertaining, but no, it is not a top 10 track. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I'm like embarrassed. I'm turning red yes. thinking about it. <laughs> I'm squirming in my so seat. so funny too, because that's the reason why I recorded it. Because it was like, you know, in any normal show, they're like, they start this up and they get yanked off the stage, but no. <laughs> Dawson and Andy sang an entire song, and song. We, we didn't cut away. We just sat with Pacey and watched it. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was amazing. It's just like, oh, and, and it's funny, too, because it's like, it's Dawson. I can imagine that, you know, he's got an inner poet in him, so he can come up with rhymes like that. Not that they were, like, the most complex rhymes at all, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is because oh, Dawson and Andy have never drank before and, uh, they're drinking for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that is not a good idea to pound back the rum, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, oh, in the, the episode before, uh, Joey goes to Dawson and asks him if she's not sexual, mm-hmm. you know, do you not, do you, do you not see me as a sexual being right. because, he didn't really want her for a long time, and then she got the feeling from uh, Jack that, and I'm sure it had a lot to do with the episode where they were going to do it, but, yeah, I mean, and she was planning on, when she did the romantic dinner mm-hmm. for him, that she was planning on it was going to happen. Yeah. And it never happened, so <laughs> so she's feeling very bad about herself. Yeah, uh, 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 and uh, unfortunately, you know, that's when Dawson comes at her full force with the uh, yeah, the she's going out with me. She's broken hearted. Yeah, she didn't do anything to deserve this, the, uh, these events. So she does kind of. That's that's the whole like, am I sexual? Am I safe? Am I just like a safe person? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, so she's got, you know, her boyfriend turned gay. So it's kind of like she's immediately thinking that she's. Uh, what did I do to I do? cause this? Yeah. And so the, then Dawson comes into his 
party. Dawson and Andy dance on the table. If you thought the blues scene wasn't <laughs> awkward enough, here we go, because this is amazing. <laughs> and then Dawson makes a wish. So he makes a wish for everybody at the party. He wishes his mother hadn't slept with her co-worker. He wishes his father would stop talking about getting a job and actually get a job. <laughs> they need to be adults. Yeah. Yeah, they need to be adults. They. Uh, Pacey. He wishes that Pacey would, you know, get through this, oh, you know, this is, becoming a good student. And, this is horrible. It's like Pacey's life needs to be worse than mine. That's how it's yeah. always been, and that's how it needs to be. <laughs> Oh my God, Dawson! You're such a jerk. Oh, you're a prick. Dawson. And then he turns Stop on it. Jen, and I'm like, Oh, here it comes. So is he going to say something about her sleeping with people or whatever? But then he's like, You, I want to party with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, And then Jack and my Joey. Oh, Jack, wait, no, no. He first was Jack likes guys, but then he steals my girlfriend. He's in and he's out. He's in and he's out. He's in and he's out. <laughs> And and then he said, oh, my Joey, the first 16-year-old in the history of the world who needs to find herself. <laughs> Joey, where are you? And he starts Where's looking under Joey? the table. Where's my Joey? Joey, where are you? <laughs> that was great. Uh, and then the kiss and then the face under the cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Andy and uh, Dawson in the next scene, they're puking in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, that was cake on his face. I was like, what is that on his face? Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, Abby uh, has now ah. complete the transition fully for Jack. Yes. So Jack gets a new hairdo. Jack's new hair. Come on. That's Jack so much is- better than the previous hair. Yes. Jack is hot now. Jack is hot. <laughs> so Abby is saying that. Oh, he's no Mitch. All- he's no Mitch. But- no, he's not. Um, uh <laughs> Abby is telling Jack, you know, aren't we all bisexual? Yes. Aren't we all? These are just societal, puritanical norms that we da 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 da. And and what's great is that Jack is still trying to figure this out. So he's like, well, maybe oh, he's so that's confused. What's going on here? Yeah. And she has two girls with her, and I think one girl. Um, oh, you're so brave, Jack. Yeah, oh, one of those girls was on, uh, was she on Popular or something like that? No idea. I haven't seen Popular yet. We're going to see Popular. Yes. It's on the list. Oh, guys, um, we have a list. Yes. Smallville's at the and end so, of the list. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she comes down the stairs and she said, well, she's told them not so gay now. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm, compl- I'm completely gay now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thanks, Abby. <laughs> Joanna Garcia Swisher. Hmm. That's a name. Uh, she's married to like a baseball player or something. She was on Reba. She was Reba's daughter. Hmm. She's on Once Upon a Time now as Ariel. Aw. I need to get back in that show, if only to see the Rose McIver episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Dawson, actually, without him, his knowledge... Of- privileged. Sorry, privileged. Oh, okay. That's the show I was thinking about. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, Dawson actually got a car for his birthday and then lost it and didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Jen and Ty did a little uh, Titanic scene in that... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Gail was just trying to one up Mitch. She was trying to uh, compete with Mitch. You think so? That- Yes. You didn't think she was just being like, well, I'm the person in in charge now, so this is going to be my job. No, she was like, I'm going to, this is going to bother Mitch if I buy a car because I have money and he doesn't because he doesn't have a job. (laughs) So the end of this episode is really, really sweet. Um, We have a nice shot of uh, Dawson from above his bed. I don't know what kind of crane they got into his room, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I guess this is all just a set, so this this is unbelievable. I, I just see Dawson's room as in that house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, <clears throat> the the camera's swiveling above him and then comes down next to him as Joey's still there with him. And uh, she says that um, uh, Jack, the relationship with Jack, she won't, she was with Jack because you know he was he was someone that she wasn't close with. She was too intertwined with Dawson and she felt like she was partially invented by him. And she mm-hmm. knows that she wants to know how it feels to be a whole person. So this is kind of explaining to uh, anybody watching going, I don't understand. Joey loves Dawson. Dawson loves Joey. Why aren't they together? Why does Joey insist on not being with Dawson yet still dates other guys? It's because she's, she feels like, part of Dawson, I guess. Yeah. Well, Dawson was his, he was so hurt because you don't want to be with me because you want to find yourself, but you immediately start dating Jack. Yeah. What does that do? And she was like, well, he's not you. Right. I'm, I don't know where you start, stop and I start. We're just one person. It's this. All right. I'm just going to say this doesn't seem very much like a 16 year old. Oh, yeah, this is very mature because, like, I remember in high school, yeah, I dated this guy and I was, that's your identity as being the girlfriend of that guy. Yeah. And in high school, you don't care. Yeah. (laughs) That's not important. Right, right. You just want to be with them. I would assume these kind of feelings might come out. After you get out of high school and after, yeah, like when, college, when, you start when you're like, who am, I? who am I? Yeah, exactly. 16 years old saying, like, I feel like I was invented by you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's very self aware. But I guess Joey is given an adult brain, so. <laughs> Yes, she's very intelligent. But this is so sweet. Like, I, I choked up. He yeah, says, I love you, and passes out. And then she says, I love you too, Dawson. And then she goes over to the window, and it's snowing. And they were talking about earlier in the episode between her and Dawson about how snow represents hope. So there's hope, guys. I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, we still have to talk about two more episodes. Okay, so Psychic Friends. Oh, my gosh. Metronomic. <gasps> Metronomic. I hope I'm saying her name right, but oh, Shelly from say, Twin Peaks. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And Rory Gilmore's uh, stepmother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shelly from Twin oh, Peaks. <clears throat> oh, oh, she makes me so mad. Yeah. So, okay. What was that that they had? Like some kind of carnival arts and crafts Yeah, I don't even show? know what's going on there. Yeah, I think it was arts and crafts because Graham's made. Oh, it's the annual <laughs> Cape Side Carnival. That's what it is. Graham's made decorative clothespins that you use to close to uh, to clip onto potato chip bags. Right. <laughs> okay, so Jack and uh, Joey are displaying their art. 
Yep. And they meet some really hot guy. His name tells- is Colin Manchester. And I wrote <laughs> Colin Manchester in quotes and a question mark <laughs> because that is a name. <laughs> <laughs> that is some name. It's like Dean Winchester. And- what, what kind of name is that? <laughs> And he's, you know, he's got an eye for faces and he tells Joey how beautiful she mm-hmm. is and he's going to take her picture and they go. Holy cow. And, and then it turns out that uh, he likes Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, come on. We got to talk the photo sheet shoot. Uh, uh-huh. Adorable. Probably went on a little bit too long, but adorable. Jo- yeah. Uh, Katie Holmes. Katie. Oh, I know. At the end uh, of that episode where she goes home and she sees a strange person on her front. I thought, Oh my gosh, she is so beautiful. You know, I said that she was cute yeah. and she was, but she has transformed into, she's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so what else? Okay. So Dawson's new film teacher <laughs> n- knows that he's made a movie because his dad talks about it in, uh, the teacher's lounge. Yep. Because Mitch is now uh, a substitute teacher. Yes, English teacher. Uh, actually, I think he got Peterson's job because they first say he's, oh. gonna, he's he's applying to be a sub. And I think in the last episode, they talk about how Mr. Leary is now the English teacher. So oh, okay. I'm not sure if he's a substitute and they're just saying that, but I don't know. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so Dawson shows her his movie because she's just there temporarily because she's making a movie. Mm-hmm. She wrote a movie or something. So she watches it and she rips it apart. <laughs> My God, he's just 16 years old. I know. He's doing good. He's If a 16-year-old can put any movie together, that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I... You know, she, of course, is coming from the point of view, has probably had some sort of experience going to Hollywood and having to deal with horrible people, and it feels mm-hmm. like she's got to re- prepare this uh, this this kid. But still, yeah. like, wow. And then Gail watches it, and she's like, oh, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, you're a little but, biased, you know, that's what. Yeah, exactly. How about that awesome uh, dream sequence at the beginning of this episode, though? Oh, and I love the green and purple sweater that uh, Joey's wearing. <laughs> I I seem to have missed that, um, but oh, it's uh, so cute! I love the you know it was perfect. It was like she's crying at the movie and all this emotion and stuff. Yeah. And then Jack comes in and steals her away. Yeah, gets everything that Dawson yeah. wants. Made the movie, gets Joey, and gets uh, hired by Spielberg. Mm-hmm. He ran into Spielberg in the cafeteria. Of course, <laughs> Spielberg stud on it on AOL that Dawson. Uh, <laughs> that whole thing with the usernames is really funny. Juicy Joey. Um, yeah, there was a whole thing. Like I wrote, Jack has now officially become Joey's uh, gay best friend uh, because they're sitting in the lunchroom together and she's trying to check out guys with him. And he's like, this is weird. But they come up with this thing called Leo or Frank. And I'm like, is this a 90s thing? Like maybe Leo is Leo DiCaprio, but Frank is, who's Frank? Who are they even comparing it to? Oh. It's Frank, an ugly guy. Leo is the gorgeous, gorgeous guy. Frank. Did she say? I can't remember. Anyway, I I caught it. Um, I see the Pacey's discovered uh, Triumph the Comic Insult Dog before Triumph was popular. He's playing Captain Skippy the Safety Dog. Uh, um, there's a psychic and it upsets Andy and spooks Pacey. I didn't really get much out of that. Yeah. Uh, also gives advice to Dawson and then disappears. 
<laughs> so mysteriously. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Graham's almost hooked up. Uh, Jen got to make her feel super uncomfortable by talking about using protection. But it turns out that uh, Wit Hubley is married. So that's not happening. But Graham's looked nice for, you know, change. Got her hair down, you know. Uh-huh. Jen, uh, Jen um, introduced Graham's to L'Oreal and Miss Clarell. <laughs> yeah, not the best episode. Uh, no, not really. I mean, that was, you know, that was, of course, good parts, but... There, oh, there, there was a nice part with uh, um, Colin Manchester uh, talking to Joey at the end of the episode, talking about how he had <clears throat> a best friend um, that was like the love of his life. And then like he totally lost him. And, you know, it kind of shows Joey like this could be me if I if I decide to give up on Dawson. So um, she's heading to Dawson's house. And Dawson is super sad and teary-eyed and staring at Joey's, Joey's picture. And he turns off the light right before she starts up the ladder. So she goes home and that's when she sees her father. So she's a little distracted. But it looked like she was about to give in to to the Dawson. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So close. So, okay, the next episode, Dad's back. Yes. Uh, gossiping women are talking about him yep. loud enough so everybody could hear him uh he just he makes the decision that the ice house is going to start catering right and somebody's getting married i don't know who do we know where bodie is <laughs> where no is bodie, bodie? <laughs> bessie is a widow and she doesn't even know it <laughs> i mean i thought bodie was more part of the show like i remember this guy last thing i knew episode. like like she was having, she's having a baby and, um, he was in Providence. He was in Providence. So I guess she, <laughs> he must like, have, he must have a, uh, you know, another, a, a, a spare bedroom, at, uh, Mr. McPhee's house, uh, which is <laughs> Providence is the place where dads run away from their problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, Okay, what else happened? Andy destroys a wedding cake. Uh-huh. Uh, Andy does not believe in weddings, so Pacey's going to make her believe or something. Right. Um, yeah. Jack, sensitive Jack, yeah. talks the bride into going on, uh, through with the wedding because she wants to be a runaway bride. Is that what happened? I don't remember that. Something like that. I was very distracted during this episode, and that yeah. came back in towards the end when all the important stuff was happening. Uh, um, Jen does uh, announce, uh, uh, as as uh, um, foreshadowing, I guess the words come up a lot tonight um, between a couple podcasts. Um, Jen says that she's had more fun this year with Abby than anyone else. And I, yeah, so I was sick of uh myself. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's probably right. Even though it wasn't good fun. Like I was thinking, was she having fun with Dawson or Joey or Pacey at all this year? Nope. (laughs) It was not healthy fun. It was not good for anybody. Yeah. So, all right. So she rekindles. That's not the right word. She reconnects. She Lights reconnects. The fire. <laughs> she reconnects and with Abby. Yes. And Abby and, gets uh, to get get her uh, great um, Graham impression um, in this episode. She sounded just like Graham, so it was really uh, funny. 
Yeah, when at the end, when because I saw the image for the next episode on the DVDs are so spoilery. <laughs> well, they're made thinking that you've already watched the series and you're just getting the episodes on DVD to collect. It was made before yeah. the binge watch. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So um, when Abby grabs the bottle of champagne on the way out, I'm thinking, oh no, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Yeah, it's funny because I knew about this since we we talked about this online, but we should have this conversation in front of our listeners, all three of you. Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, I was making up a, a plotting out an episode guide uh, and just saying, okay, we'll do four this week, five this week, four this week, and then just work it out so, um, you know, we don't bridge the seasons with episodes. Anyway, whatever. Uh-huh. It seems to be working out really well because it seems to be, they seem to be doing four to five episode arcs of stories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, as I was writing the episodes down, next week's episode starts off with the episode uh, either Rest in Peace, Rest in Peace Abby Morgan, or Abby Morgan, Rest in Peace, depending on what source you look at. <laughs> Oh, really? So I knew all this time, like, there's going to be a character. Her name's Abby Morgan. I don't remember her. I Actually, when I was writing the episode guide, I was like, oh, that was that girl that um, was on... They like to stir the shit. Uh, no, no. I, I actually thought she was... It was Andy. I, I totally... <laughs> oh. So uh, I was like, oh, man. And then when Andy was introduced... Or Abby was introduced, I was like, wait, she doesn't end up with Pacey. And then Andy was introduced. I was like, oh, Andy, of course. Duh. Anyway, um, so I knew all this time that Abby was going to die. I was reminded of this. Um, So there is an episode earlier in our podcast where you talk about how you wish she would die or something. (laughs) And I I actually had had a laugh uh, and said something about be careful what you wish for or something like that. So, haha, funny joke. I mean, she's kind of grown on me and they've kind of... um, uh, redeemed her by her realizing that her life is boring and that's why she stirs the crap. That was like one part of many episodes of her being just a total jerk. I don't know. I was, um, I'm not sure. I don't know if I'd miss her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she added a little something, a wild card element, but I never really felt for her at all. It's so funny how like her like she dies. It's like she's like, I hit my head, you bitch, and she's like falls <laughs> <out the door. laughs> Oh, it's awful. Like, oh yeah, she's like, stop laughing, you bitch, because she hits her head and Jen's laughing. Um yeah, so there's this uh, beautiful uh, uh, reunion of Dawson and Joey. It's everything we'd hoped for as a Dawson Joey shipper. And meanwhile, as we're watching this beautiful uh, scene go down, you're thinking to yourself, Jen is in the water trying to save Abby, and we're in here with these people. Mm. <laughs> um, but anyway, we probably should say something about that. That uh, Dawson and Joey, I guess, are officially back together, right? For right now, yeah, for right now, <laughs> I guess. 
Um, until they until the writers discover something else to keep them apart. Yeah, Joey was having emotions because of her dad being back and the way people were uh, talking about him and Dawson. And all the pressure on her, the stress. Yeah, and just all the after effects of what happened with Jack and whatever. And Dawson uh, turned out to be a really good friend to her. And that, you know, just pushed things, I think, over for Joey. And I love... <laughs> Good old Mike Potter, like he's he is a Dawson Joey shipper, and uh, <laughs> he he's dancing with his daughter. You know, there was this beautiful scene where you know uh, Mike didn't want to embarrass his kids, he didn't want to come out from behind the kitchen, or whatever. But then he comes out dressed up, and Joey dances with him proudly, and it's a lovely scene. In this poor woman's wedding, this everybody's having a scene, but her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad you guys are all having emotional times at my wedding. Isn't this about me? Uh, um, but then, you know, Mike notices Dawson dancing with Gail and he's like, you know, he brings them over and he kind of hooks them up and then dances with Gail. And like both of them are like smiling and watching Dawson and Joey make out. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. So it was like, yeah, when you were a teenager, could you imagine <laughs> kissing your girlfriend in front of your parents? Yeah. That would be just so. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> no, so it was funny because I was, I, I was like, this is a beautiful scene. I loved Dawson and Joey's conversation and how they ended up just giving in finally and just kissing again and possibly reuniting hopefully for a little while at least until Joey realizes she's got an adult brain and deserves to be a whole person <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was also kind of disturbing the fact that we knew that Abby was drowning. Jen was trying to save her and Dawson's, Mom and Joey's dad are smiling and watching them make out. Yeah. And uh, also, before that, Mitch comes to the wedding with the film teacher. Shelly from Twin Peaks. Yeah, Shelly from Twin Peaks. Or Gilmore Girl. Who is, she's a beautiful girl, yeah. but uh, just how she critiqued Dawson's film. Yeah. Which the movie looks good from what we've seen of it. And I like, oh, did you notice that uh, there was a, what was it? Okay, when Jack had made the miniature town, mm -hmm. uh, he was, Jack, Dawson was like, Jack, don't forget, we got to get ready for the, uh, for the beauty pageant scene. So, like, everything they did in season one is in this movie. It's oh, funny. <laughs> I did notice uh, I, 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 one thing about this. It's really funny. Um, the last couple episodes, I believe, Rachel Lee Cook has been getting a credit. And, yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's going to show back. Devin's going to show back up. That's going to be interesting. And it's only because we're constantly seeing this movie and seeing her, like, paddling along the creek. <laughs> yeah, because there is a – it's in the credits or it's in something uh, that we see – I guess it's in the credits where we see Joey paddling the boat up the creek. And in the movie, there was, there was a shot of uh, Devin paddling the boat. Right. Sorry, I'm letting the kitty cat in the window. She's he's uh he's scratching on the window. That's okay. I think it's about time we wrap up, though. Yes, we've been, whew, we've been talking recording for a long time. Um, so 31 episodes down, 97 to go. Okay, we're, we can do this. We're oh, especially in a couple of weeks after. I zombies over. We can really yeah. blow through this. Oh, yeah. 
And then we can move on to our next show. <laughs> I don't, we shouldn't announce it just yet, but we've got okay. we've got to, we've got to, just in case. I want to. We got three seasons of Dawson's Creek. We might change our mind. We might go. We don't want to do another teen drama. We want to do something different, something funny, or or something shorter. Yeah, or, yeah. Because yeah, nine seasons of a. Okay, we're thinking about doing One Tree Hill next, but we're not sure yet. <laughs> yeah, because I mean. Because Robert Buckley is only in like 57 episodes. Yeah, we'll see. So out of nine seasons, that's not a lot. Uh, my old co-host, uh, Chris in Boston, always talked about how much he loved that show and how it was terrible that he still loved that show. So I, <laughs> I'm, I, on his recommendation alone, I, I'm interested. And then, of course, the added bonus of 57 episodes of Robert Buckley. From my well, 57... Yeah, 57 episodes of Robert Buckley I would love to see, yeah. but not nine seasons of a show that I don't know anybody who watched it. I don't know. That's the best part. We, 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 we're we watching this with, like, shady memories. Not sh- mm-hmm. shady memories. <laughs> uh, shaky memories? Shaky memories, yeah. <laughs> Something sketchy yeah. was going on while we are watching it. I barely yeah, remember this. I know, I know nothing about One Tree nothing. Hill. I know Never that it, nothing. maybe it takes place in North Carolina, maybe? <laughs> I figured it took place on a hill. There was a tree. There weren't many. <laughs> Just one. Maybe there's basketball involved. I always thought this was like uh, th- that That show was like the OC or something like that. Like it just yeah. stuck in the same, I, which I had no interest in seeing either. But again, that's another one where people have said, oh, yeah, at least the first couple of seasons are great or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway. But I think maybe One Tree Hill and what was that other show that was like One Tree Hill that maybe had the guy who played... Oh, the guy that jumped out of the airplane that robbed a bank. <laughs> what? <laughs> tree, Trey, 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 Trey Williams? Trey Williams. Oh, you're talking Williams. about Everwood. Yes, I get those two shows mixed up. I get Everwood and One Tree Hill mixed up. Right. I feel like maybe they filmed Dawson's Creek in North Carolina, and when Dawson's Creek was over, they were like, hey, let's make a show like Dawson's Creek. That we can film here in North Carolina. And Everwood was, was a possibility because Chris Pratt is a cast member of that, that show. But I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna it would be like muted Chris Pratt, not like fun-loving. Uh, it would be like dramatic Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Chris Pratt is – maybe he's the uh, comic relief. Maybe he's like the Pacey character. Yeah. Maybe he but- stands between two raptors and holds his hand down. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I never saw that. Blue? Blue, look at me. Look at me, Blue. Okay. Okay, we better go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to tell the episodes here. Uh, next time on We Don't Want to Wait, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about Rest in Peace uh, or Abby Morgan Rest in Peace or Rest in Peace Abby Morgan, depending on what it says on your DVDs and or Hulu. Anyway, Rest in Peace. Reunited. Ch-ch-ch-changes. All right. <laughs> and, okay, sounds good. And Parental Discretion Advised. Ooh. And that will be our wrap up of season two, which is I predict at the the finale, I predict Joey and Dawson get it on. Oh nice. Um yeah, that is a that is a good prediction. Uh I'm gonna say uh okay. Uh 
I'm going to say uh, Mitch and Gail get back together. Okay. <laughs> I hope they do. I really do. I don't. Yeah. I would rather see them together than see Mitch miserable, lonely, and suffering for something that he didn't do, didn't right. cause, has no right. responsibility in. Now, these are our last uh, episodes where we'll be, be covering the show under Kevin Williamson's uh, um, direction. So, uh, you know, we'll see how things change in season three. Yeah, you know, he came back and he wrote the finale. And he said that uh, he didn't keep up with the show. He has no idea what happened <laughs> in the show. <laughs> I can't wait just to watch re- this finale. I'm going to be like, this guy doesn't know anything about this show. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I'm not really looking forward to season three, but uh, just because yeah. of the stupid DVD covers are very spoilery. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm not looking. I've, I, I, yeah, I've, I've heard that it changes a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, Okay, good night. Good night. All right. Bye. Bye. My name is Dawson Leary. I'm feeling kind of weary. Today is my birthday. Y'all look a little bleary. The girl that I cared for left me and ran away. Straight into the arms of a guy who turned out to be gay. I got the blues. Yeah. Today I woke up feeling like I was born to lose. Yeah. I got the blues. Some days you were born to lose. Here's my friend Annie. She's going to sing a song because she got the blues. Go. My name is Andy, and my brother is the one who's gay. My other brother died, and my daddy went away. But I'm still Andy, and my boyfriend makes me Randy. His name is Pacey, and my mom's gone. Sometimes you swear you were born to lose. Oh, we got the blues. Now it's time to put on my dancing shoes. Hopeless and confused This girl that I told you about She's been on the move She's at my surprise party Where everyone I know is right now When I show up late there They're all gonna have a cow Yeah